A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Are We There Yet? I'm Katie Gossett. And when a baby bursts into the world, these days it's often the father who cuts the cord. Of course, that wasn't always the case. Back in the day, my own father did not attend my birth. Instead, he said to my mother to brace herself for a day of hard work, and then he went off to work himself. That was just the way things were back then, but it's fair to say, times have changed. It sounds cheesy to say it's a wonderful thing, and it's a... You know, a life-changing experience, but it really, really is. I would say that the modern man is definitely more assertive in the home. They're much more involved in the character of their children. So in the same way that we talked about the sudden stresses new mothers can face on the show, this episode is all about the men folk, because chances are no one gave them a real heads up as to what was going to happen either. Wives need extra care in pregnancy. The modern husband, partner in a great family enterprise, does all he can to help his wife through the long days of waiting. And the modern father feels many of the same pressures as the modern mother. I feel it from inside myself. I want to be the best parent I can and I want to make my child happy. If any pressure it is that I felt, it's pressure for me to kind of break out of my own way of life. I'm a great procrastinator, so if I can sit on the couch as long as possible, I'll do that. But I realise... Slowly but surely that with kids you can't get away with it. And part of modern parenting is working out the gender roles, so who does what? I think the thing with being dads in the 21st century is that roles aren't as clearly defined as they used to be. So this is Catherine Gallagher, a clinical psychologist who consulted with a male clinician for this episode, and she says what's tricky for men these days is that the job description isn't so black and white. Even though this flexibility in roles can bring freedom and it's great and we can, it's our right... It can also bring pressure because, you know, who the hell am I and how the hell am I supposed to do this role? And am I doing it as well as I should? Because if I am a main breadwinner, you know, I might be around other dads who are doing more and seem to be talking to their kids about feelings or, or, you know, are involved with um, going down to school more. Should I feel guilty about the fact that I'm not doing that? And then stay-at-home dads have different dilemmas. What happens when it comes to the coffee mornings and I'm the one who turns up with the baby? You know, how does that feel in terms of my messages to myself and society's messages to me about, you know, what a father should be doing? So, again, I think um, it's great to have great flexibility. There are some costs to that as well. Hello, children and mothers. This morning I have a new rhyme to teach you. And hello fathers, because yes, back then you didn't really feature very strongly in children's programming or other community activities for parents, or even the coffee mornings that Catherine mentioned. So yes, let's talk about them, because even today if a man goes to these events, he won't necessarily find the safety in numbers that women enjoy. I remember going to a music thing at a local church with a baby, and it was all women, I was the only guy, and I just felt so isolated. It was really quite an unpleasant experience. A couple of times I've been along to those, and I was the only male there. But the the mothers were actually super supportive. They were happy to see you. I've heard stories of, you know, family rooms where 
fathers have been present and mothers have scoffed at their arrival in, into the room. But it's never happened to me. And you have these funny little interactions as well sometimes over the day, which, you know, oh, daddy day here today, is it? That sort of stuff used to wind me up a bit. Also annoying to men are advertising campaigns which imply they can't cook at all and double standards, which they don't like any more than women do. A mother down the road who I'd seen, I'd walked the kids to school and I was walking back with the dog and I saw her, went home, checked some emails and then I had to go to the supermarket. And I was coming back from the supermarket and I saw her again. And uh, she said, oh, do you do any work? Just thought, ah, yeah. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, quite a bit. It just seemed like a really odd comment to come from a woman who was at home and what was her expectation that because I was a guy I was supposed to be working and that being at home wasn't working, uh, it wasn't his job, it just seemed to wind me up. And it would be good if men did feel comfortable in the job because the research shows their involvement's pretty important. There is lots and lots of evidence that children growing up without the input and contact from their dad have much poorer educational and health outcomes. Kids don't do as well if dads aren't in their lives. So Catherine Gallagher again, our clinical psychologist, and she reminds us too that the way mothers and fathers interact is also important. It teaches children how they should behave and what they should accept from others. You know, if they have positive male role models and get to see healthy relationships modelled for them in terms of males respecting women, you know, their mums, then that's good for girls and for boys. I think our children are always watching what we do as well as hearing what we say. And although that can feel like a pressure as a parent, it's also really important to see it as a, as a great opportunity to model behaviours and to have some influence. And to model some different approaches to problems. A male way of doing things has great value. It's okay not to talk things to death. Now as a female, I would disagree with that and my children would see that I disagree with that obviously very frequently and talk to them about it. <laughs> but you know, the fact that men, and these are gross generalisations, but... You know, men often have a lesser need to talk about it and, and analyse it. And that's great for kids to be around those models of different ways of being with information and different ways of problem solving. And to learn what to do when you disagree with someone. Do you shout the other one down or do you go, oh, OK, well, how do we find a common ground? And that's where, you know, dads and mums have a really important role in modelling, you know, healthy relationships. What does respect look like? What does conflict resolution look like? At long last, a return to fashion dignity. Summit of New Zealand proudly announced the Dignity of Man, a brilliant and very much individual collection of fashion shirts. An experience of exciting new fabrics and colours. Summit's Dignity of Man collection. And then there is the manly man, the fact of just being a different kind of presence in a child's life. Dads physically have got bigger voices often, although I can do a pretty good version of a big voice, but it tends to come across as a fishwife, so it may not have the same effect. But, you know, kids working out that actually a big, loud voice isn't necessarily always an angry voice or, or kind of what are the other cues that I might look for, especially from a boy, being loud isn't something to always be shushed. Sometimes it's okay to be exuberant and to talk about things in a, in a passionate way. And then there's the all-important rough and tumble. Often dads, again, generalisation, are the ones who get out there and be muddy and messy with kids. Rough and tumble is essential, you know, for kids to learn about their bodies and to learn about how to get excited but also then how to calm down again, how to know the boundaries of their bodies and, and, and how to be in space and how to be safe, all of those kinds of things. But it shouldn't feel like a pressure either. I feel like the father has to kind of sometimes initiate great adventures with their kids 
So that expectation is, makes it tricky. I don't feel the responsibility to be the rough and tumble person. We are probably a bit different. I do all the dancing with the kids. I love to dance. Girls crank up Nicki Minaj and we dance around the lounge. That's probably a bit against the gender cause. That's <laughs> good fun. I feel like I've heard murmurings of how people perceive fathers to be these days. I sometimes feel like I have to live up to that. Whatever the particular pressures, Catherine Gallagher says men need to be prepared for the fact that fatherhood's going to bring a lot of new emotions. Dads need to be given permission to feel those strong feelings because it can take you by surprise. And I think often, you know, women might have their girlfriends, which they'll say, oh my God, I was so stressed and this is happening for me. And But I think some of the stuff with dads mean they kind of, I shouldn't say suffer in silence, but but might be more likely to go, well, that's not the kind of thing you talk about at the pub. Again, gross generalisations. So actually, what do I do with these feelings I've got about being a parent, about the guilt I might feel about not doing a good enough job, or the intensity of, of worry I feel about my child doing this thing, or the anger I might feel about the disrespect that they show me. They're probably experiencing emotions they've never had in their lives. And so some support and some normalising around that is really important as well. And men should also prepare for the fact that a lot of the things they're used to having, colleagues, office banter, even a bit of downtime, can just disappear overnight. You're going to be at home a lot. You'll be at home for some hours sometimes in the middle of the day. So I was in the past out a lot. I did a lot of activities, so I found that quite a shock. If you don't have much of a chance to go out, friends kind of tend to come to you. Most of the conversation revolves around the baby and how your life has changed now that you've had the baby. That's all great, but it is completely different to what life was like beforehand. So Catherine Gallagher says it's important for new fathers to talk to their partners about how these things feel and to make plans, including for how to deal with things like coffee mornings. Being open and upfront with the people that you're in the group with to say, hey, look, you know, this is all new to me. What I'd really like is some feedback or just know I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable. Um, and that's a really brave thing to say. Um, because you're opening yourself up and making yourself a bit vulnerable. But if you break the ice in that way, the thing that parents have all got in common is anxiety. (laughs) You know, and so, again, to own that and go, you know, I do feel like a bit of a fish out of water. You know, how are we going to do this so that some expectations can be established? And like all new parents, fathers also need to try and maintain other aspects of their lives. So being a dad, being at home might be a real privilege and might be something I really want to do, and that's great. But has it also meant that I've given up my mountain biking on a Saturday? Or has it also meant that actually I was always catching up with the guys? You know, how do I make sure that I still get to do the things that are about me and help me kind of feel settled in my own skin? And and that's exactly the same for mums. And that's us for today. This podcast was produced and presented by me, Katie Gossett, with musical engineering by Adam McCauley. Our executive producer is Tim Watkin, and the historical audio comes to us courtesy of Na Taonga Sound and Vision and Archives New Zealand. If you enjoyed the show, write a review for iTunes. And while you're there, if you need some light relief, and let's face it, most of us parents do, then check out Forecast, RNZ's latest comedy podcast. And make sure you catch next week's episode when I look at the dreaded bedtime battle, also known as how on earth do I get my child to sleep? Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.